Welcome back to BTW, about to be the workshop here at the database with Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg. And wishing you a good moed or a moed simcha, a chag sameach, as it is now sukkas. And even though earlier would have been better, um, it is no less an appropriate time right now to have a little series devoted to sukkas. So welcome to the Sukkot series edition of Valtfila Workshop. And although there are some more intricate and complicated parts of the Sukkot davening that it would be helpful to cover, what I want to focus on now is Hallel for Sukkot. So we had already a shear devoted to explaining all the different Hoshanos, and we will touch on being a Valtfila in general for Sukkot. I'll throw all of that in here now. But what I wanted to mainly focus on is the different things you have to know for Halil on Sukkot and some different suggestions of things to work with. Because Halil is recited all eight days, um, that's including Shemini Yatzeres slash Simchas Torah. We have Halil every single day. It's one of the mitzvahs that we have even more than the Lulav and Esrog, and even more than the Sukkah for, this, um, for these seven to eight days, or to nine days, I guess, if we're counting from Ingalus. So um, Halil is something that's going to be relevant every single day. And what that does mean from the outset is that it's very likely that you will probably run out of tunes. And what I would then therefore tell you is don't feel bad to go back and default to classics. Right? We have Halil workshops in the archives, general Halil, fast Halil, you know, different ways of you know, tunes that you can use any month. For example, on Rosh Chodesh, any, um, you know, they're good tunes that are timeless, that they don't depend on the calendar. And if you've exhausted all of your great Sukkot songs, so don't feel bad to go back to some of those generic tunes. And you have your Hashem Zechrani Yuvarech, Yuvarech, Hespes Yisrael. You have that, you have your Moshivs, Moshiv Lashem, Kol Tagmalohi Olai. So you have all your different tunes you can use. Right, you have your Betzeis Yisrael, Mitzrayim, Beis Yaakov, Mayam Loes, and all the all the others. We, we we can just you know I, I can just give you each one right now. You know your Hallelujah, Hashem. Even though I'm not the biggest fan of that tune, but you know what, you have it at your disposal. There are so many different um, good tune options, and you can go back and to the to the archives again. I have a, a Hallel workshop that's just generic Hallel where I suggest a bunch of timeless tunes, and I even have a workshop. For a fast halal, let's say um, you know you're in that situation where you're at a minion that has to that's filled with people that have to work on chalamoid. So, is there a way to make halal fast and nice? So we've addressed that in the past, and there are a bunch of different fast tunes you can do you, that you can do that and that are also pretty timeless. Now, <clears throat> that's in terms of what you should do if you run out of some tunes. Now. What I want to focus on now is tunes that are what we might think of as lichat chila tunes for Hallel. Now, one of the biggest differences that you have to know between Hallel on Sukkot and any other Hallel of the year is that Sukkot is different because of the presence of the Lulav and the Esrog, the Dalad Minim, that are in your hands. And so we spoke in the Hoshana Panorama Shir about the significance of the shaking of the Hallel during Hodu Lashem and Anna Hashem, right, uh, the opinion of Beis Hillel, which we followed, says that we, that we shake it in both places, and it's based on a medrash, based on a pasuk in Devar HaYamim, which we're not going to focus on now, but the practical, um, I guess, impact 
of the Lulav and the Esrog, is that since you're shaking it during parts, which maybe sometime during the year you might consider singing for those parts, you have to reconsider that because it's not the easiest thing to sing and to shake the Lulav and the Esrog at the same time, which is why we typically fall back on the Right, and you're shaking it all the proper directions as you're doing it. And the same thing for Ana Hashem. And so on and so forth. But other than that, the rest of the Nusuch is the same as what you're familiar with. So once you're finishing off Sim Shalom in your Shemona Esrei. Usually take a few minutes to take out your Dalaminim, you make the Bracha, you shake them. Right, and then um, then you begin hollow when everyone's ready. And the bracha is the same as you're familiar with. Baruch Atah Hashem Elokeinu Melech Olam Asher Gedushanu B'Mitzvosav V'Tzivanu Le'Kroes Halel Now, I'm not into, personally at least, to singing every single paragraph of Hallel. I think that it's usually uncalled for. Usually most people are not interested in doing that unless you have... You know, an exclusive exception where that's particularly what was asked for, um, and people are, are will appreciate that. Other than that, I like the Halal Nusach. So, what, so why forego the Halal Nusach to sing every single paragraph, exhausting all your tunes? There are plenty of places to sing, and there are plenty of great places for Nusach. And since on Sukkot we have a whole Halal, so what you can do is... For, for example, for the first paragraph, Ha'aluka, Ha'alu, Avdei Hashem, that one I would end off with Nusach. For B'tzei Sisaral, I would sing. Then Lolanu, I go back to Nusach. For Hashem Zecharanu, you could sing it. For Ahavti, go back to Nusach. And Ma'ashiv, if you want, you could sing it. So, those are general ideas. <coughs> oh, that was not good. <coughs> So then you get to B'tais Yisrael. So <clears throat> B'tais Yisrael is usually where we try to do some of our fast songs. So we have a lot of different opportunities to fast songs. So for example, we have the fast Achas Sha'alti, right? Um, which is uh, what we've been saying ever since we started saying L'David Hashem Ori at the beginning of Elul. So it's a good time to latch onto that. I would say especially during Shemini Yatzeres Simchas Torah when we're almost not going to be able to say L'David Hashem Ori anymore on a daily basis unless you really want to and you say it to yourself. But I would like... I would like to use the Achas Shanti, so like this. Right, and then you have the middle part and the high part, right? Or the high part. 
And you could probably also use that for Hashem Zechariah. One thing that we've spoken about in the past in these Baltavila workshops for Hallel is that a lot of the fast songs that you can use for B'Tseis Yisrael can also be used for Hashem Zechariah. Right? So Hashem Zechariah Yivarech Yivarech Esbeis Yisrael Yivarech Esbeis Aaron So you have that option. Another thing you can do is, let's say you want to do B'Samach Tebichagecha, right? So you can do that as well. Another thing to be mindful of also is, let's say, you, since you are davening Shachris, if you're davening Halel, right? So uh, the Baal Shachris is the one that says Halel, it's a Mishnah in Rosh Hashanah. Um, so if that's the case, then um, maybe some of these tunes you might have already used in Kedusha. So just something to think about. But you can all, another song you can use um, would be B'Samach Tebichagecha. If it's Asis Hoel, me Mitzrahim, Beis Yaakov, Beam Loez, I saw you who don't And the same thing for Hashem Zechroni Yivarech. Yeah, so Hashem Zechroni Yivarech, Yivarech, as Beis Yisrael, Yivarech, as Beis Aaron. And so on and so forth. So we just got two songs that can be used in either of those two paragraphs. Maybe you want to use Ashrenu. Right? Or you could even spread that one out. And you get the idea. So you have that. Another fast one, let's say, you know, where we're nearing towards the end. And Sukkot is a time not just to think about, you know, all the general Sukkot songs, but I like to sing songs about the Beis HaMikdash because Sukkot corresponds to the Mishkan, which corresponds to the Mikdash. So you can do Yibanya, right? And you see this reflected in the Haftarah, for example, for the second day. It talks about Shlomo Melch building the Beis HaMikdash. Right, we have, um, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, you, you can do some of those Yerushalayim themed songs. So the, the, there's plenty of room for all of that. You can also do Harachaman Hu Yakim Lanuis, Sukkot Davod Hanafalos. That's an obvious one. Same thing for Hashem Zechronu. Okay, good. So you have that. So a bunch of fast songs that I just gave you, and we can we can do more. You know, if you if you if you need um, more ideas, reach out to me at the database at gmail.com. That's the database, B-E-I-S at gmail.com. I'm happy to give you some more suggestions. 
but these are just plenty to work with right now. And I would tell you that also if you want to sponsor and uh, donate to our podcast where we put up Shiorim and these workshops. So if you want to chalik in that, you, know, it's a, you, know, you can just reach out to me there as well, the database at gmail.com to make any kind of sponsorship. And we could have that arranged. Not a problem at all. Um, the, the, these workshops, they do take time and they're enjoyable to make. And it is, um, besides the time expense, there is a small financial expense. So if you want a chalik in that, please let me know. Not a problem. And um, definitely, I'm, I'm happy to take your money anytime. So please. Okay. Um, now let's go back to some of these slow song options. So we mentioned you can sing Ma'ashiv, the classic Ma'ashiv, right? So um, when you do Lolanu, you're going to finish. And then I usually like to go to Hashem, Zicharonu Yivarech. And then I go into one of my um, tunes that I'm going to use for that, one of the fast tunes that we recommended. Or if you're going to do Yivarech, you can also do that. But if you're gonna if you're gonna do a different song that's not well, make sure you do it loudly and clearly and try to do it fast. Because if you start with Hashem, and you don't immediately go into the song choice that you plan to go into, people might just assume you're gonna do and then um, you'll have an awkward moment if you try to sing something else after that. So just um, just to be wary that if you're gonna go into a different song, which I often do. So just make sure you do it loudly, clearly, so that everyone hears that you're transitioning to a tune that they're not necessarily expecting. Then you have a hafti, and you finish off the same way. And you could also do the other ending, by the way, which I didn't mention this time around. You could do... Um, so you could sing Ma'ashiv. Um, I've, in the past, I've had recordings on the workshop where I sang Ma'ashiv to Ana Hashem, which is also, also very nice because Ana Hashem is in here. I'm not going to go through that right now, but just so you know that that option exists. Now, when, it, when we get to Hallelujah Hashem, Kol Goyim, so, so usually, I like to do a nice fast song for Hallelujah Hashem, and or or at least an upbeat song. And for Hodul Hashem, it ends up being really nice. But what I mentioned earlier is that we have the presence of the Lulav Nesrog, and it's not easy to sing all those fast songs while shaking the Lulav Nesrog. So a lot of people will just not sing Hallelujah Hashem, and you know, or they'll just do regular Nusach. Right. And one thing that's important for the chazan to know is that you do shake the lula for Hodul Hashem and for Yomar no Yisrael. When you say Hashem's name, you don't shake. For the next two, Yomru no Ves Aharon and Yomru no Yirei Hashem, there is no shaking being done by the chazan. So um, don't uh, don't look like a fool doing that. Okay, but 
what I wanted to say about this piece of Hallelujah Hashem is you don't have to just skip a song here just because you're not going to be singing during Hodu Hashem. Because you can very easily sing a song for Hallelujah Hashem and then go into not singing by Hodu. So for example, I just did this today. So I did the Chabad again, one tune that I really like using in Hallel, as one of my generic tunes, actually. So, And then I go right into it. You see, I didn't have to forego a song at this point. Now, what I did yesterday, so Baruch Shem had the schluss of doing Hallel twice, and Baruch Shem, I didn't have to repeat so many tunes, because Baruch Hashem, I knew ahead of time which tunes I wanted to use. Um, and that's a general thing. I'm just crazy. I always make sure I have tunes prepared, because I get asked frequently enough. But anyway, um, what I did yesterday was, for Hallelujah, I did one song that my brother and I like using for... Um, for Sukkot, it's B'Shem Hashem, which talks about the angels at all the directions. We like this because it reminds us of the Sukkah walls, which protect us on all sides, Hashem protecting us. The Al-Roshi Shechinas Kale corresponds to the Schach. That's a Chiddush from my brother, Rav Daniel Eisenberg. And so the connection between the Malachim guarding us and Hashem guarding us and the Sukkah. Not only that, the shaking of the Lulav in all the different directions. So the Malachim in all the different directions. So what I did in this vein was I did And now I made an exception to the singing during Hodu. Because I would sing and shake the Lulav and Esrog with this song, which it's easier because when you have slower songs, it's easier to shake the Lulav and Esrog. So this might not be the only option, but this is a great option where you could actually um, keep um, a tune, using the tune, you don't have to forego singing, and you could even shake the Lulav and Esrog while you do that. So I was shaking as I did that, as I sang this. And continuing. Yisrael, I keep. 
And then um, I continued singing Yomer Nove Saharon, even though at that point I was no longer shaking the Lulav and Esarog. Okay, so among that song, you have other slow songs that you can use at different points. So I like, um, as the, as Sukkot corresponds to the Mishkan, and right, this is actually um, is the time of Sukkot when they started building the Mishkan. Um, so I like also using Bilvavi. So if you want to use that for Odecha, so you could do, um, I'm just going to drop the key a little bit for, so you finish off Pischuli. And right, you can also you can you can use any of your classic Hallel tunes. So if you want to do or you want to do Kiani so you can use all of those tunes. But um, I like Bill Bobby, so I did. And then. Um, I went into Bobavi. And so on and so forth. Right? Um, and so you do the low part for the Odecha and Evan Moasu, and then for Me'es Hashem, and, um, and for Zehayom. Uh, so then I went up to the high part. And this, um, another option, um, since it corresponds to the Beis HaMikdash, to the Mishkan, so I like the Haviosim as well, even though we sang that plenty on Yom Kippur. But maybe um, people still want to get into that, right? Sukkot, in a certain sense, is an extension of the Yom Narayim. So you could also do... Right, um, and then for Evan Moasu, you hit the high part. And you go back down for me, Hashem, and you come back up for um, So you have those options. Another song they might want to consider is Vihareinu. Um, which um, we've done in previous workshops, but um, I'm not going to go through every single tune right now. Another song you might like is the Miami Boys Choir, Achaz Shalti, which is the slow one. Right, so the Harenu would be. Though I like that song for Musaf. So, you know, um, it's something to think about um, is if you're going to be davening Musaf also. So if, if you know that, that you're going to be davening several times throughout the Yom Tov and you know that you're going to be doing Musaf. So if it's Chalamoid Musaf, then I, I wouldn't sing anything. But if it's, um, if it's Yom Tov, then I would probably sing Vaharenu. It goes right into Naritzcha very nicely. Um, the Achas Shalti, we Odecha ki anisani, So there's that option, um, and there, there really, there's so many different ones you can go with. You can go with Anovim, which is also about the base of Megdash. Odecha ki anisani, so you have that. 
Now, for Ana Hashem, I didn't sing anything, but maybe you could come up with one of those slow songs. Different people have different opinions on whether or not you should sing Ana Hashem, because Ana Hashem is really like you're crying out to Hashem that He should save us. And so some people think it's not appropriate to sing a song. And I used to hold that opinion, but what I feel is that there are many tunes that lend themselves to that crying out. Usually it will be a song in minor. There's a similar conversation I had with the Rav when it came to Ne'ilah and using Nagunim for Ne'ilah. So there is a place for Nagunim and Ne'ilah, but they have to be the right ones, ones that channel the right emotion. So the same thing for Ana Hashem Hoshiana. Um, for Baruch Haba, you know, you can, you can do Lashana Haba, which fits in really nicely, but typically Baruch Haba is one of the parts that many people don't sing, and it's just because we're nearing the end of Hallel. Um, but what works, if you're in a minion that, that's, that's prepared for it, you could sing Heliata Veodecha, and you actually, you can, this is one of those songs that even though it's a song, when you get up to Hodu Lashem, you can shake to this song because it's nice and slow. So do Kaliata Vodeka Elokaya Romimeka Kaliata Vodeka Oyelokaya Romimeka And then you start the shaking. I have do Lashem we are and then you continue. Hodu Lashem ki tav aki liyalam chasta, and then you finish this typically. Right, um, and you have your Kaddish, or actually, if, if it depends on your minion, right? There's a whole question of when you should do Hoshanos. Um, and so typically, you find nothing typically because there's so many different shuls that are different minhagim. But I would say from the post, it seems that the minhag Ashkenazis do Hoshanas after Musaf, even though many do it after Hallel. Minhag Svard seems to be after Hallel. Um, but um, whatever your shul does, many shuls do it after Hallel because of convenience. Um, the reason to do it after Musaf is because it corresponds to a, it's a minhag that's based on a Zecher Lamekdash that was done um, in corresponding to um, the way it was done in the, in the Mikdash was after they would bring the Karban Musaf, then they would have the minhag of, of going around with the Aravos, around the Mizbeach. So that's how it, was, how it was done. But if you're doing Hoshanas, so you do the Hoshanas, right? Hoshana Right, and so you do typically what you go through. Now, one thing I like to do is since it's the, it's very repetitive, I like to sometimes change it up a little bit by doing like this. Or Sorry, that was not good, and that was not what I do. Um, so, for example, after Borenu, so you do. And then for the finishing one. And so when you go through the different Hoshanas, sometimes I will, you know, I will um, spice up one of the um, Hoshanas every now and then. So, and fill in the blank. 
Hoshana, fill in the blank. Hoshana, Hoshana, fill in the blank. Hoshana, and then when you get to the end, Hoshana, na 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 na, Hoshana, Aniva, Hoshiana. Right, and so then. Something that also works really nicely. This is a tune that you could have used anywhere in Hallel or in Kedusha earlier. But um, if you're singing, you have Hoshia Asamecha right here at the end of Hoshanas. So you could sing Hoshia Asamecha, Uvarech as Nagalasecha, and you can sing the niggin for the rest of it, or you can read the words that are in the Hoshanas with it, um, which um, technically works. So, for example, um, you could do. And then you finish off. And then you have your Kaddish Yitzchadal V'Yitzchadash or however you want to do it at that point. But anyway, that takes care of all of that, and then you have the taking out the Torah, which um, you know has the Yigil Amidah Sarachamim, however you do it. Um, something to also consider, by the way, is if it's Shabbos, so then you don't have the Yigil Amidah Sarachamim, you don't have the Lulav Nyesrog either. So if it's Shabbos, and you're Shabbos Chal Moed, let's say, or just Shabbos Yom Tov, this year it's Shabbos Chal Moed, so for you know you could throw in all your Shabbos tunes that you typically um, might not have sang because it was just Yom Tov. So for example, for Hallelujah Hashem, you could do Yismechu be'malchuscha, Hallelujah Hashem, Kolalalgoyim, Shabbatichum, Kolalalumim. So you could do that. Maybe you want to get creative. Maybe you want to throw in a koyach sof somewhere if it, you know if, if it's the right minion. I always love using kol mekadesh. So you have a bunch of different options if it would be Shabbos. So just another thing to think about. And if it's Shabbos chol moed, that's when you can consider using your um, your uh, your koheles songs, right? Because that's when koheles is done. So you know you, for for kedusha, let's say you want to do la kol zman ve'es, not like shwekis at rakod at rakod at rakod. Um, but you you can do like and you get the idea. And so on and so forth. Um, fun story just before we finish is that one time on a Cholmoid, it was either a Cholmoid Sukkot or it was on a, um, or it was on a Shabbos Sukkot Yom Tov. Um, either way, it was the Kohelas day. And my brother of Mendy, he was actually in a shul, just so happened to be that Ari Goldbag was there. And, and even though the tune I don't think is as well known, but there is an Ari Goldbag tune from Kohelas. Um, and so on and so forth. And um, what was really cool was my brother decided to go ahead and use it for, um, for Musaf in, in Kedusha, for Shema Yisrael, I think it was. 
And um, Ari Goldberg did sing with him and was very appreciative of it. Anyway, that's just a cool story. Sometimes if you have one of those opportunities where you're just going to throw something out because it just seems right, you have the right tune for the right person who's there, and it's going to work. So, you know, on Mazabal Tefila, you know, you got to, um, you know, you, you make, make a judgment call. And sometimes uh, um, um, there are many other factors that go into being a, um, a, a baltfila besides for just the typical expected tunes or tunes that are appropriate. Sometimes you got to make a call based on something completely unrelated, um, like uh, maybe the the circumstances of the shul or people that are in the shul. Um, but that's just something extra to think about. Anyway, um, we will continue this uh, series, Ezra Hashem, with some more stuff. We're going to have a workshop just for the complicated and confusing and inconsistent, seemingly, um, davening of Hoshana Rabbah. And we're also going to, Ezra Hashem, devote a, um, a workshop to Tzfilas Geshem. And uh, just stay tuned for some more Sukkot content. Maybe we'll have some stuff before some Torah as well. Okay, Ezra Hashem. Okay, so in the meantime, a good moed, chag sameach. Thank you for joining us here at the database. I look forward to diving with you again in the future.